Hey guys, and welcome to the first State of Play video. So this series is going to be dedicated to reflecting on things that I've done, things that I've implemented, and things that you guys can really take away and build into your own social media strategy just so you become better creators, influencers, and entrepreneurs. There's so many things to reflect on, so many things changing in the social media marketing place at the moment, and you absolutely need to be on top of it in order to up your game. And it's also going to have a, a lot of hard truths in there as well. So you know what? Put on your big person pants and... Uh, just kind of buckle up and get ready for some hard truths, some facts, and just some things that will really help to change your mindset so you can absolutely dominate your media place and grow your platform in the future. These episodes are going to be longer than the usual ones, so you know what, make sure you've got yourself a drink, you sat comfortably, and you are ready to learn something that is going to absolutely boost your platform. So for those of you who don't know me already, my name is Sean and I am a social media and a business coach helping entrepreneurs to grow their platforms and just become more successful on social media and other online platforms. If you're not already subscribed and following, by all means hit that button and come along for the journey because I'll be sharing so many tips that will help to boost your business in the future. So the first thing to kind of talk about is a bit of a year in reflection and it was this time last year that I quit my business job so I was working as a store manager and it was just taking up so much of my time and I'd always been working towards this self-employment journey, this journey where I would be a creator and be able to carry myself and earn basically money and make a living from the stuff that I really loved and when I left my job I had a strategy and I had everything planned out. But there's been so many learns over the past year, and especially with things like COVID thrown in there, that have just absolutely blown up my journey and destroyed all sorts of different plans that I had. And hopefully by sharing some of these things and the, the big learns and the big mindset takeaways that I've, I've had from these past 12 months will absolutely help you guys to avoid some of those pitfalls and to make sure that you have a stronger strategy that you ultimately stick to because there are so many mistakes that I made on this journey that, you know what, pretty much all new creators or anybody starting off on this journey are bound to fall into. So ultimately, the stat that gets thrown around so much is that 99% of people fail and anything that they put their mind to, they, they just ultimately give it up or they pivot or they pivot too hard and change that. But in my opinion, the only time you actually fail is when you give up long term. So when you just throw it aside completely and decide, you know what, I'm not going to move forward. I'm going to stick to doing what I've always done and just hope that maybe one day someone picks me up. And one of the things I've learned from this year is that Ultimately, you have to escape this victim mindset because I've been there so many times. For example, I started out and I was doing writing and my books were doing so incredibly well. They took off and they were absolutely outstripping my earnings at my old business job. And it definitely seemed like the right time to go ahead. And then COVID happened and Amazon started giving out free ebooks and started doing free audio books. And all the big players started doing all these massive discounts and some really, really generous offers for people. But unfortunately for indie authors like myself, it started to sink my business. And very, very quickly, I sunk into a mindset of, well, there's nothing I can do. I can't compete and I can't do this because they're doing this to me and they're doing this to me and they're doing this to me. And ultimately, it's that sort of brick wall that so many people hit. And I've hit it numerous times over the past 12 months. And it really is difficult to make a mindset shift. But once you do and you escape from that victim mentality, you will start to flourish. It's just one of those things that will absolutely happen. It happens with YouTubers all the time, it happens with social media, sort of influencers all the time as well, that they go onto an influencer platform and they look and go, it's, it's too crowded, there's no way that I can break into that niche. Or YouTube's never going to pick up my video and show them off because there's no way I can break into the algorithm. There's no way I can compete on Facebook because there's too many other platforms out there. 
But ultimately, if you take the solution approach to this, you'll look and you'll say, wow, that creator just exploded. They came from zero followers or zero subscribers, and now they are killing it. It happens all the time, the success stories all the time. And ultimately, the difference between those who succeed and those who fail are, we get stuck in a victim mindset, and that's when we fail, because we'll look and we'll blame all of our problems on everyone else, and then we give up, or we don't give it long enough. And I've been guilty of that, as I said, so many times over the past 12 months. The ones that succeed are the ones that look and go, okay, well, what can I learn from that? They're doing this and I can't break into it. So maybe I need to do a bit more keyword research so I can break into an organic growth market. Or maybe I need to do a little bit of paid advertising and look at what that return on investment looks like. And will that boost my channel up or will that boost my page up, for example? And it's that sort of mindset that gets the successful people there. And I did this with the Balding Gamers. I absolutely plowed through. And it took about three months of hard work and soul-destroying work as well because we were putting out videos that we poured our hearts and souls into. And we really worked on thumbnails and the keyword research. And we really, really worked on the content we were putting out there. And you'd publish a video and you'd get 10 views. And suddenly you look and go, wow. <laughs> All of that work for, for what? But now it's in a stage of reaching organic growth and we've gained 200 subscribers in the past 30 days. And that, you know, it's not massive at the moment, but 200 subscribers in 30 days is massive to us because we pushed through it. And it's that mindset. You have to sit and think, you know what? I have my strategy and I have my plan. And I'm going to stick to it. And I'm going to soldier through. If things happen to try and sink that strategy, Reflect on it. Look at it. This is the difference between somebody who has a solution mindset versus a victim mindset. The victim mindset looks and goes, I only got 10 views. YouTube's never going to post my videos. I only got one like on Facebook. I'm never going to get anywhere because Facebook won't, won't push it. They won't grow it. But the successful person will look at that and go, okay, I only got 10 views, but is it because it's too short term to measure this? Did I do something wrong with my thumbnails? What's my click-through rate looking like? They'll really analyze those analytics and the bits that go into making this perfect solution and come away with a learn from it. What can you do differently next time? What can you change next time? Does it even need changing in the first place? It's okay to pivot from time to time. You know, you reflect on things. Once you've given enough time, if it's not succeeding and something needs changing, tweak things, change things. But when you're constantly pivoting, you don't give it enough time. And when you give up, that's when you fail. The past 12 months have taught me that, that ultimately you have to knuckle down and you have to have a solution mindset. Nobody is going to come in and swoop in, pick you up, put you on your feet and just push you on your way to success. It just doesn't happen. You'll have people who cheerlead you. You'll have people who encourage you. But ultimately, the only person who's going to make you successful in this marketplace as a social media influencer, as a YouTube creator, as an entrepreneur, the only person who is going to do that is you. You are the success that you want to be. And ultimately, you have to follow through on that. And there's going to be hardships. There's going to be heartbreaking moments where something doesn't succeed. But the difference is you have to look at it, you have to reflect on it, and you have to measure it. Is it something that you did wrong? And if so, accept that and move forward, change things. If it's something that's completely outside your circle of influence, you can't do anything about it. So keep doing the things that you can do and affect the things that you can affect. The next one for me is 
massive, and that is learning the art of focus. And I don't mean focusing on the task at hand or anything like that. You know what? I am a chaotic person. I have ideas all over the place. But what you've got to do is you've really got to knuckle down and kind of focus on one platform, on one plan, have your strategy and stick to it. Like I said previously, it's so easy to pivot and at times you do need to pivot. So let's not forget that you need to look at your plans. You need to look at what you've done so far and measure it and decide, do you need to change something? But don't pivot all the time. And I was doing this. So I had my strategy. I was going to write X amount of books every single month and I was going to work on my Instagram account. And then suddenly things weren't going particularly well. So I'd sit and go, oh, I'm going to do this this month and I'm going to change it up. And then I'd switch it up the next month after that and the month after that. And I never got enough data to measure the success or failure of any of those initiatives that I was doing. And because I was constantly changing my focus, it was shifting everything all over the place. Now, one of the key things, and this might seem a little bit contradictory since I am currently working on two channels, is ultimately have one platform that you are absolutely going to kill. Whether or not that's Instagram, if it's Facebook, if it's YouTube, just having that one platform where you're pushing your heart and your soul and all of your effort into. Because the problem that you've got, if you are working on growing your Instagram channel and you're growing your Facebook channel and you're growing your YouTube and you're also working on your blog and you're also doing Pinterest and you're putting the same amount of effort into all of those, it's going to take forever for any single one of those things to ever really achieve any form of success. However, if you absolutely nail your Instagram, for example, and you get to that magic 10,000 followers where you're able to start having links in your stories and sharing things, then you become somebody that people look to. You've got social proof because they're seeing that account and going, wow, okay, this is somebody that people follow. This is somebody that people like. You're ranking in the algorithms because, you know, Instagram has, again, social proof. They have proof that people like your page. They have proof that people like the content you're putting out there. It suddenly gives you a one platform where you can launch other things from. So suddenly you look and go, you know what? I want to launch a YouTube channel. And that's what you can do. You can put all the links into your Instagram stories. You can share that with those 10,000 followers. And ultimately, that success breeds more success. Now, the problem when you've split all of that across so many different things is you can never really gain that much traction. And this is most definitely something that I've been guilty of in the past. Now, the difference I've currently got at the moment by having the Balding Gamers and then the Sean Dowdle stuff is ultimately that I'm working on the Balding Gamers with my business partner. And we're able to split a lot of that effort and a lot of that work that goes into that. And we've also got a really, really solid strategy at the moment where we're having organic growth and we're seeing that grow naturally and it's absolutely amazing. And literally, we have that plan, we stick to it, and it's a well-oiled machine at the moment. I don't need to put particularly too much effort into it. But the main focus and the main bit of growth that is going into the Sean Dowdle stuff at the moment, all of that energy is just going to be concentrated into YouTube and really growing it. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be cross-purposing your platform. You should absolutely be doing that. I can put something out onto YouTube, for example. I can then take the audio from that and put it into a podcast. I can then put those videos onto my Facebook page as well. And all of those things then start to naturally grow elsewhere as well. And you do need to be putting little bits of effort. But if you put the same amount of effort into every single one of these platforms, they're all just going to stay 
average. And they're never going to have that massive success. So choose one platform, the one that you're most comfortable with, the one that you feel that you can get the most from, and absolutely launch from that. Now, whatever platform that is, maybe you want to do podcast, maybe you want to do video, maybe you want to do blog, maybe you want to do Facebook or Instagram, choose the one that really sits well with you. As I said, use that content that you're putting out there and cross-purpose it wherever you possibly can. But the main focus needs to be into just one platform and absolutely spearheading that effort Because once it gets up there, and once you have social proof, and once you're ranking in the algorithms on whatever platform you're using, that's when you're going to be able to repurpose your audience and push them elsewhere. So when you suddenly want to do your second platform and make it a massive success, you can do that. You have that ability to do so. So that's what I mean by focus. It's focusing on that one particular thing that you are absolutely going to nail. Once you spread yourself too thin, you will burn out. It's just, it's human nature, unfortunately. It doesn't matter how energetic you are. It doesn't matter how motivated you are. Burnout happens to us. Unfortunately, it does. You hit that brick wall. And the worst possible thing that you can have happen to you is that you burn out because you can burn out for a long time. And again, this is something that I did and I burnt out completely. I couldn't write and I couldn't put things on social media. I couldn't face the camera. All of it just felt like far too much. And you just fall into a bit of a pit of depression and you do not want to be there because if you take two to four weeks out because you've burnt out, you suddenly start losing all of that traction. So all of those media channels that you've been working on, they all suddenly start declining. They all suddenly start getting less likes. They all suddenly start to be put in front of less of an audience. And all of your hard work just, it kills you. So don't do it. Focus on that one thing. Another thing that I want to talk about, and this is going to be a hard truth for so many people out there, whether or not you're listening to it on podcast or if you're watching a video. It was a hard truth for me, and it's going to be for so many people, is you've got to discover or figure out the art of thinking for yourself, of asking the right questions of yourself, of coming up with a strategy and a plan for yourself. Like I said earlier, nobody's going to pick you up and push you on the path of success. You'll have your cheerleaders. You'll have the people who encourage you, and that is fantastic. But you're not going to get somebody who just swoops in, puts you on a pedestal, and then shouts your channel from the rooftops. It's just not going to happen unless you're very, very lucky. And what I'm seeing so much is on Facebook groups, on Instagram groups, is you get so many people that they push their content out there, and then they cry about it because nobody on that Facebook group liked their content. Nobody on the Facebook group went over and interacted That's because a thousand other people are all posting the same sort of thing over and over and over again. And that's it. These groups, unless it's something that you're paying for, unless it's something that's relatively small and compact and really focused, these groups are just a massive spam groups. And again, I am guilty of this. I've been to these groups. I've pushed my links out there and I've hoped that people interact. And you do get a few gems. You do get a few really good shares and you do get a few really good followers. But ultimately, all that you end up getting is people go, hey, let's sub for sub. Or, hey, I tell you what, I'll like your content on YouTube if you come over and like mine. And it just doesn't work. It's not sustainable. It is not a long-term strategy. And it just drags you down and it makes you frustrated because you're constantly looking at these groups and going, There's like 10,000 people in this group. If we all followed each other, surely we'd all be successful. No, no, you've got to go out there and you've got to market to the right people. You've got to find the right groups that work for you. You've got to find the right audience and put your content in front of it. Sitting there and saying, you know what? Well, I shared my video to 20 people or to 20 groups that have X amount of people in them, but no one's watching my content. I'm doing bad at marketing. 
Yes, you are doing bad at marketing, but that's not because of the effort you're putting in. You just need to work smarter rather than harder. Going through and firing your link out at random is not going to help you. But discovering the right groups that are in your niche, that are following, that are actually interested in your content, that is key. Asking the right kind of questions is absolutely key as well. I can't tell you how many times I have put a video out there only to have people come to me and ask me a question that I answered in the video. I, I don't get it. You know, people just need to either Google or they need to search for something or they need to watch the content that they're suddenly commenting on and asking for a question. It just, it just doesn't make sense. You need to be thinking like a business owner, like a business leader, like a creator, like an entrepreneur. Having that solution mindset is absolutely key. So when you're posting your content, you need to be thinking, why would people in this group want to watch it? Why would they want to interact with me? Or what feedback can I get? And this is where I want to encourage everybody who's watching this video or listening to this podcast, come on over to my Facebook page. We have a new group on there, which is all about social media accountability. And ultimately, I'm going to make this a very different for a lot of people. It's not just going to be about spamming your links. That's just not going to happen. It's going to be about sharing your content. And the things that I expect to see from people are the thought process behind it. What was the thought process that made you create this content? What have you tried differently this time around with the content? that you're putting out there and what feedback would you like from the audience as well so it's not just about hey here's my video watch it isn't it great no it's about thinking about the content thinking about why you made it what you want to get from your audience and getting some valuable feedback from your peers because that is so important to help you grow so ultimately coming away from this kind of hoping that everybody else picks you up and moving away from these groups because they're not necessarily healthy unless you can find the real good content, niche groups, the ones that are going to help you to grow, stay away from them. Absolutely stay away from them. Put your efforts into other forms of marketing. And the last and the final thing that I'm going to talk about, and this is one that I kind of touched on at the beginning, and definitely one thing that I didn't do to start off with once I left my actual corporate job, is take responsibility for your own failures. It's easy to place the blame elsewhere. And it's easy to push that around and just think, well, I didn't make that happen. Amazon made that happen. YouTube made that happen. Facebook hindered me there. But no, ultimately, it's your strategy and you've got to take that on board and say, this wasn't successful. Why? And you absolutely must ask yourself why and take a step back. And if you struggle with this, ask somebody else, ask that honest friend, why? Why didn't this do well? And hopefully that honest friend will be that honest and tell you, you know what? Your paid product sucked. I don't want to buy that phone case with that awful design on there. I I wouldn't want to watch your video. Your audio is terrible. I can't see you. You've got a blurry face. That is key. Looking back with a critical eye at your stuff when it fails, there's most likely a reason for that. It might be time you just didn't give your strategy long enough. It might be your audio, your video. It might be that your designs aren't particularly great. So having that critical eye and taking responsibility for your own failures, because once you do that, that's a mindset shift. And when you start taking responsibility for that, you get some amazing, amazing, amazing learns that will help you to grow in the future. And without that, and without that reflection, you will never move forward. So taking responsibility for your own failures, as I said, For the first half of this year, I absolutely didn't. It was all placed elsewhere. It was a company's fault. It was an algorithm's fault. It was somebody else's fault. And it was only when I took a look back and went, actually, 
my content wasn't particularly good, or I didn't market it, or I was all over the place with my focus. I was on so many different platforms. Oh, I forgot to advertise. I forgot to do. I haven't posted there. It's when I started looking at that and realizing my strategy was all over the place that I was able to grow, able to knit it all back together and put plans in place to pivot appropriately and move forward. And that is powerful. That's a mindset shift that we all as entrepreneurs, as creators, as business leaders need to be capable of. Otherwise, you will stick exactly where you are right now. So I hope, I really do hope that has helped you. I will be releasing my strategy next week for 2021 and I'll be sharing what my plans are, what my content calendar looks like and all the different approaches that I will be taking so you can see some of the things that I will be doing as part of the State of Play episodes. That way it also allows me to be more accountable. So when I'm saying that I'm going to do these things, I ultimately have to deliver because I pledge that to my audience, you lot, and you want some measurements. You want to see how well is this working? How well did that particular strategy work? Did it take off? Did it fail? Did it change things? And that's what I want to be sharing with you. And that's what these episodes are going to be all about. Talking about strategy, talking about things that I've learned, and talking about things that will absolutely help you guys to grow, avoid some of the pitfalls, and just blow up your social media platforms in 2021. So if you have enjoyed that, hit the like, the subscribe, the follow, wherever you're consuming this content. Come along for the journey, and I cannot wait for us all to have successful channels and platforms in 2021. It's going to be a massive year, not just for me, but for you. And as long as you have that mindset and you make those shifts, you are going to achieve some incredible things. And I cannot wait to hear about what your plans are and how successful you are going to be next year, because it's going to be amazing. It is going to be an incredible ride. So let's go along for it and let's really succeed. Take care, stay safe, and I'll see you soon. Bye.